Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. Before we get into my latest interview, I wanted to take just a quick moment to ask for your help. If you're a writer or a passionate reader and you find value in these podcast interviews with writers and authors, I would just ask that you share the podcast with two of your friends. Let them know about the many interviews available at the Reading and Writing Podcast. Thanks for your help and stay tuned for my interview. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Rebecca D. Harling, author of the novel, The Lines Between Us. Rebecca, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you, Jeff. Sure. Well, if someone hasn't yet heard about your novel, The Lines Between Us, how would you describe the novel? The novel is a dual timeline. So it starts in 1661 Madrid with Anna who has been widowed, but has recently found a journal of her husband. And she's reading what he had to say. She discovers some things that she hadn't known about him. And then her niece disappears. Um, She's very close to her niece. She has just the one brother, and this is his only child. And she goes to the house, and her brother has also disappeared. She goes to his home, searches the home, and finds a journal of her niece, Juliana, and begins to read it. She decides that she needs to go try to find them, especially Juliana. She's very worried. Juliana is 16. And so she decides perhaps they've gone to Seville. So she's going to go to Seville, and she slowly reads the diary of her niece as she travels. Um, She arrives in Seville as she gets to the end of her niece's diary, realizes why why her niece has disappeared, and she abandons her search. Then we come to 1992, St. Louis, Missouri, um, where Rachel, uh, her mother, is in the hospital, and her last words to Rachel are, I am like Anna, I have failed Juliana. And Rachel has never heard of these people. So she doesn't know what to do. Um, And then as she's going through her mother's home, she finds a journal that mentions Juliana and Anna. And so we slowly learn through Juliana's diary what had happened and what happened to Juliana after she had left. Um, And this Rachel is also hoping to figure out why her mother was sort of always um, reticent with her. So yeah, that's how it goes. (laughs) And do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to writing your novel? Yes. um, I, I studied Spanish lit in graduate school. And in the 17th century, there's a whole group of plays called honor plays. And in them, it's it's always the man's honor that's that is paramount, and it's based in large part on the women in his life, his wife, his daughters, his sister, and if she is dishonored in some way, even if and, and we're talking you know rape kind of thing, um, or sexual misconduct on her part, what would have been considered then, um, he can he is supposed to do anything he can to clean that stain and including murder. And there's even one, one of the plays in which the daughter says, if by, you know, killing me, you clean your honor kind of, so be it. So 
Um, I just wondered what would happen to a young woman who didn't have that reaction. What would her options be in a society that had very few options for women? And how might that story play out? And what kind of historical research did you do while you were thinking and writing the novel? Um, I... I, I did have a background, as I say, so, somewhat of a background. When you study uh, the literature, you, you try to learn something about the period also, of course. And so I had some background, but I did I did a lot more. Um, I read a lot of books. I started my research in the 1990s, then gave up writing for a while and went back to it. So when I first started, it was a lot of actual books, you know, and going to the sure. university and looking at books. And I was very lucky to come up across uh, one book called um, Daily Life in Golden Age Spain, because that it, that's Spain's golden age is the 17th century. So um, that really helped. And then I, I liked, I, I read a lot of things also about the um, political and economic climate, because I wanted to include that also as part of the background of the novel. And is this the first novel you've written? Yes, it's the first novel. Mm-hmm. And what was your writing journey that led up to you writing this novel? Oh, <laughs> my writing journey was very convoluted. As I said, <laughs> I, st- I started it in the 90s. It was kind of like, I don't want to die without having tried to write a novel. So I, my husband was very supportive. I quit my job. Um, my kids were in high school at that time. Uh, well, grade school and high school. And um, I, I, I worked on it for a few years and I, I had a lot of self-doubt as a lot of writers do, especially beginning writers. And at that time, you didn't know, I, I didn't know that there were various ways in which a book could come into the world. So I, I, you know, I had a lot of self-doubt and maybe it's not good enough. I'm not disciplined enough, whatever. So I decided to go back. I had been working before that in healthcare administration. I decided to go back to school, get my certificate to teach English as a second language to adults. I did that. Then, then I retired and then I went back and looked at this stuff. I thought, oh, maybe it's okay, you know, and worked (laughs) on it a whole lot more. Um, did the whole querying thing for agents. And I got a lot of requests for. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. 
Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. You know, partial and even full manuscript, but no takers. So I decided to take my destiny into my own hands. And I went with a hybrid publisher. Mm-hmm. Um, she writes press. Um, and that has been just worked out wonderfully well for me. That's great. And so what was that process like when you went back to the novel that you worked on in the 90s? And, and um, what was the revision process like for you? Um, extensive. <laughs> and I hadn't <laughs> finished it either. Um, so I, I'd say there was maybe 60 or it was maybe 60 or 70 percent finished. And then, of course, you know, as with all novelists, you know, a lot of that did make it to the final cut. And then I, you know, added parts and then. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the thing about starting your research pre-internet, then you've got internet and you're thinking, do I need to recheck everything? You know, and you know, my readers are going to be able to check very easily if this was the case, you know, so, and, and of course also a lot of new resources. So, um, it was a combination of, uh, doing a little bit more research, adding more material and, and then revising, revising, revising. And, and what was your writing process in terms of the overall arch of the novel once you went back to or arc of the novel, I should say, when you went back to it? Did you outline it extensively? Did you know what was going to happen or was it more of an organic writing process for you? Um, I am not an outliner. <laughs> um, so it, it sort of built slowly. When I very first started, I didn't even know I was going to do two timelines. Um, I... I, I came to that decision thinking I wanted to do this in journal format. And so therefore there has to be somebody to read the journal. And I decided that it would be, uh, I wanted to put it in, in modern times to give sort of the reader something to connect to. And then, yeah, slowly sort of added pieces and then, Oh, well, maybe I want to put some letters in of the people who handed the journal down. So that sort of all got, oh, and then, oh, maybe I want to put another one in. So it's a lot of journals and letters. I want to put another letter in to explain the the background of the original character of Juliana, um, her family's background. So it, corner, it, it sort of came piece by piece. I always knew that I wanted to end, well, not always. Once I decided on <clears throat> including the modern character, I knew where I wanted that to end, um, how I wanted that to end. Because at first she doesn't know who these people are. Are they related to her? What's, what's this all about? And I, I knew how I wanted that to end, but yeah, it was not, it was uh, organic. That's a very, it's a very <laughs> euphemistic term for it. Gotcha. Well, are you writing another novel now? Yes, I am. I'm writing, I'm working on um, another novel also set in the 17th century, um, but in Amsterdam about a woman who's involved um with the printing of what was sort of the largest book printed in the 17th century. It's like multi-volume, a multi-volume Atlas called the Atlas Mayor. And the name, and and the name of the book is called the map colorist. And I'm curious, how is that writing process going for you compared to your debut novel? The lines between us. Well, well, it's interesting. I have I have to do more research because it's not going to be in journal, you know, a lot of journals and letters. When you do a lot of journals and letters, you don't really include a lot of stuff about 
clothes and food and things because people don't normally put that in their journals. So I'm having to do more of that sort of like very, that level of detail. Mm -hmm. And also I didn't know very much at all about um, the Dutch Republic. You know, I, I had some background in, on, in the Spanish uh, period, but not, not in the Dutch Republic. And so um, I'm having to do a lot of uh, research on that. And also a lot of research on sort of understanding what was involved with the printing of these maps. Like where did they come from? How was the actual printing process work? Uh, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Well, well, given your experience of working on this novel and then coming back to it, coming back to it and doing all of the revision, what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories and novels? I think, it, although this is so much easier said than done, um, have some confidence and belief in yourself and do put it away. You know, when you write something, put it away for a while, come back. Not Don't put it away for 20 years like I did. But, <laughs> um, you know, it gives you a lot of perspective. And a lot of times people say, oh, put your writing aside for a while. When you come back, you'll, you'll sort of see what you need to change with the idea that you'll see the problems with it. But it was my experience that I... I also saw the good things about it. Mm -hmm. So that, that is kind of nice to remember that, that that is also a possibility and just keep plugging away. Well, what novels have you read recently that you enjoyed? Um, uh, I absolutely loved Hamnet uh, by Maggie O'Farrell. Um, I also read um, Kristen Hanna's The Four Winds. Um Let's see, Washington Black by um, Essie, and I'm, I know I'm going to mispronounce her name, Aduan. And let's see, I've read, uh, oh, How Much of These Hills is Gold by Pam Zhang. Um, I really enjoyed all four of those. That's great. Well, where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your novel, The Lines Between Us? Um, I have a website, RebeccaDeHarling.com. Great. So and I'll have a link to that in, in the show notes as well. Thank you. And again, we've been speaking with Rebecca DeHarling, author of the novel, The Lines Between Us. The novel is on sale now, so go buy a copy. And Rebecca, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you, Jeff. Great. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
my guy. You're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.